Welcome to the Tiny Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Herridge. This is a sustainable podcast inspired by people who wish to live slow. Think vans, narrowboats, cabins and more. Because hey, let's face it, life is worth living. As always, we have a beautiful guest chatting all things unique spaces, travels and sustainability and your question answered at the end giving you tips on this amazing way of living. If you would like to follow us on your socials then head to Stitcher Co on Instagram. Our wonderful guests are people who I have just wanted to have a chat with giving you the chance to be inspired just as I have. Today my guest is Charlie and Dale from Climbing Van. British guests who are remote working we talk about all things of the next few years around Europe we chat about resources how they're making things happen for themselves and we find out what their plans are on how they want to get themselves to France we'll also be chatting about our question that we love to ask all our guests sustainability wise what do you wish you or we had more of Hey Charlie and Dale, thank you so much for coming to join me on the Tiny Sessions podcast. It's lovely to have you here today. Lovely to come and chat to you. It's so nice and I know that you guys have just literally just um, pulled over so that you can um, chat to me on your way down to Bristol. It's Bristol you're on your way down to, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, so making our way down from Yorkshire. But yeah, we've literally pulled in onto the service station. So yeah, yeah, very much quick stop in Do- in um, bristol and then on to on to dover yeah it's so exciting oh we're gonna chat about that later it's so exciting i love what you guys are doing um so for anyone who doesn't know about you guys or might not have heard about you guys um can you just give us a little bit of info and a bit of background information about yourselves yeah for yeah. sure so we converted our van Uh, I think we bought it in January 2019 and we spent just over a year converting it. And then we basically finished about a week before the first UK lockdown, which is like pretty shocking timing. So, um, yeah, then after that, we kind of started um, feeling like we wanted to give back to the community. And so we'd been kind of writing a blog and I was kind of furloughed as well. So I... um, spent some time kind of working on the blog adding lots of content to our website um and yeah i guess things kind of snowballed from there and now we're kind of starting our own business like um helping people with their van conversions so like giving like resources and services and just like building our website up but yeah our kind of background is in kind of like engineering and science and converting our own van a couple years ago so yeah that's a a brief overview yeah so it's sort of it's fairly new I guess the the sort of lockdown has sort of made your plan slightly shuffle and it's got 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 you guys to where you are now which is kind of cool in a way it's kind of positive twist on it I love yeah, <laughs> in disguise in many ways because I think initially we were planning to go away for maybe a year and it was going to be a, like a sabbatical whereas now 
I think it's managed to sort of turn into like a full-time thing yeah so kind of a good thing yeah we we view it as a good thing yeah yeah Yeah, (laughs) definitely all these things happen for a reason that's what they say don't they (laughs) oh amazing so you said about um resources that you end up doing because you couldn't go traveling because of lockdown what were all the resources that you um sort of um let people have a look at or that you've created for people yeah, so we kind of started writing a series of blog posts to help people with their conversions. And then I think we're both people that always like to be doing something. And so because I was furloughed, I was like, right, what can I do? So we like spent some time creating this like layout configurator so people can go through and say, you know, like, I want the toilet, I want the shower, uh, there's three of us, yeah. we have a dog, whatever it is. Yeah. And then it will kind of um, email them like a, a suggested layout for their van. Oh, and we cool. created maybe like 20 different layouts for like lots of different size vans so that was like a really fun little initial project that we kind of worked on and then I think we from there we could kind of see that there were lots of people coming through to the website and quite a lot of people using this configurator and so we thought oh what else can we do because there's obviously lots of people that feel like they kind of you know need information and like want some help so that was when we kind of then went from there on to writing the book which we spent almost the past year doing so yeah, yeah near enough near enough a year and pretty much every single day yeah it was like thousands <laughs> and thousands of hours it was uh, oh, yeah amazing. But, yeah but it, it was it was fun at it the was same fun time, yeah so. it was just a lot of work but it was fun yeah it was yeah. good are you glad that you've done it now that that you've actually got the physical book yeah For sure, yeah. yeah i think it, it's that like classic thing of if you knew how long it was going to take and how uh, just all consuming it would become you yeah. probably wouldn't do it but you go <laughs> yeah. into it quite naive yeah. kind of the same converting vans in some ways and then you <laughs> get halfway through and you're like you're oh like, well, i'm committed now yeah, yeah so you so then go turn it back <laughs> Yeah. yeah you just have yeah. to keep going yeah. it's sort of the labor of love again. isn't it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah oh it's amazing i love that you guys have created this book what is the book called so it's the van conversion bible and it's kind of strap line is the ultimate guide to converting a camper van amazing and where can people get that uh so you can buy it directly through our website which is climbingvan.co.uk and yeah you, you should be able to find it from yeah. from there so we've got an so ebook cool. and like a, a hardback oh um, nice oh i love it i love that you've created that because there aren't a lot of books around that sort of tailor everything you can get there's loads of really inspiring books on van life but sort of ones that are from especially from someone who's in England as well it's sort of it's always been I don't know I feel like it's been quite a well-known thing to be sort of Australia and America and things like that do you feel that the same with the UK do you think it's starting to become more of a thing now yeah I think so I think like for us the reason that we kind of decided to write the book is because you know I think there's like other bits out there where people have written about their own conversion but not we we wanted to create something that was like a definitive source of like whatever you want to do do, like everything like small vans big vans like any of the features so we, we kind of wanted to research everything and put everything in there but yeah I think definitely like over the past kind of couple of years definitely like it's absolutely booming at the moment it's 
crazy it feels like everyone we speak to either is converting a van has just been yeah. converting a van or it's like oh my mum's converting a van my yeah. sister's like everybody yeah. knows someone now it's crazy isn't it, it? Is and crazy. That, that seems to be the case just like across the world as well i think this has been like the really cool thing of writing the book because you'll get messages from japan and taiwan yeah, and all, all, sure. over, literally yeah. all over the place and there's that kind of like psych and excitement to yeah, like it's cool, isn't it? just get out there and explore and live better and a bit yeah. differently which is really cool to see that it's not just like a uk and american yeah. australian thing so yeah, yeah definitely cool. i think people is sort of like you say people have sort of gone what do i actually want like what do i want like after everything sort of come to a halt i think it, people have like reassessed things a bit haven't they of what yeah, they yeah for sure Oh, I love that. So you were saying that um, you're going to be doing uh, remote working now. So you both had your jobs before. Do you still have those? Or are you doing those remote working? I know a lot of people always find that the hardest. They want to go for it and they want to go full time or part time, but they just don't know how to get hold of remote work, especially if their job doesn't allow it at the time. Yeah, so originally our plan had been when we were just planning on like taking a bit of a sabbatical, like going away for a year, I was still going to work for my same company just like two days a week. I'd like had a conversation with them. They were kind of fine with that. And Dale was just planning on doing some kind of like freelance work. So, you know, there's like loads of different websites that you can go on, whether you do like marketing or like engineering or like you're a developer, like kind of whatever you do there's a lot of websites where you can just go and you can kind of put yourself out there and you can pick up freelance work um but then because of like everything that's changed over the past 12 months we've actually kind of started our own little business like doing all the stuff to do with van conversions and this sort of thing so as well as the book like we're working on a load of resources for our website and we like have a bunch of plans for other things to do so we ended up quitting our jobs at the start of april and we're just doing that full time now so yeah the plan is kind of travel in the van work maybe like three days a week and then just explore and climb for the rest oh, of it amazing so would you say for someone who might be listening and they might be thinking how how do I do that like I know you said about there's some companies like I think if we got Fiverr and yeah there's people per hour as well I think yeah people per hour oh yeah I I heard about that recently that's is that quite a good one that one yeah yeah I think so okay so it's really handy to know that um because people do feel a bit daunted don't they they think how do I actually go and like do it so I think there's two ways of doing it isn't there there's either doing that route where you sort of go onto those websites and and gradually go into it or like you guys have just said you you're just sort of going for it and and you've got your website um and and you've got your resources and you're selling them all on there yeah I think I, I mean like from a business perspective it just makes so much sense to like move away in a van like yeah clean slate you've got so much time your overheads are just like an absolute fraction of what they would be paying rents or mortgages or anything like that so you've just got all of the sort of building blocks to have a really good stab at creating a business yeah where like so often most people are probably working another job they've got all of the stress of all of the bills and this sort of thing it's there's a lot of pressure is applied really quickly whereas doing it this way you can be a bit slower and build it right hopefully. yeah i think if people yeah. have an idea 
it makes sense to do it when you're living in a van like Dell said your overheads are so low but I think the other thing is that you know with everything that's happened over the past year I think a lot of companies have adapted to the fact that some people do just want to continue working remotely so it could be that if people want to kind of start living in a van then actually it's probably a lot easier now than it was a year ago to find a job that you can do completely remotely yeah 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 it's more known now isn't it it's more accessible yeah. like you say but companies didn't ever used to do that before um so yeah, yeah that's a really good point actually so in the next few years so i know that you guys are heading to dover so for people who don't know um what are your plans from dover why is it that you're heading towards dover so i mean there's a very real chance that we stay in dover <laughs> <laughs> but from checking all of the webs, uh, like every sort of government website, um, it seems like we're now at a point where we are 100% legally allowed to travel. Yeah. And um, so we we need to make this decision tonight. But I think we're we're flip flopping between going to either Switzerland or France. No. Yeah. And so I think yeah, basically the position is at the moment that I think. France is like on the amber list which means when you get back you have to quarantine but because we're planning on going out for at least a couple of months we're hoping that might change worst case if it doesn't at least we've got to kind of go out for a couple of months we can just quarantine when we get back but yeah that's the kind of plan head out to Europe and just kind of go climbing go to some mountains and just like go for a bit of an explore I think we're getting fed up with all the rain in the UK so yeah we're gonna make our exit (laughs) yeah I think everyone who I've spoken to have, they've all said I just need sun <laughs> they've yeah. all just said I just need some sun <laughs> don't blame me at all so if at the moment the plan is that you're going to be living full time this is your home now do you think that you would like continue living in a van full time is it something that you plan ahead that you're like yep this is what we want to do or or do you think at some stage you might go oh no let's go get a books water like house or a tiny cabin or do you think you always want to sort of live small now that you know that this is like what you're excited about yeah I think that the more that we've kind of the longer that we've been involved in it from like initially like building the van we were like right yeah we'll do it for a year and then like weekends and now we've kind of moved into the van it's like oh maybe three or four years maybe longer and I could totally see in like a couple of years time we're just like yeah we'll just stay like this forever yeah um I think what we really wanted to do at some point is try and build a house um like from scratch which would be really cool um but once you're tied down again then whereas now despite covid we've got a lot of freedom and flexibility yeah, so I think the, the thing we always have a conversation about is like if we did build a house where would we build it yeah. and it's like trying to decide on one location that you like enough to kind of have your roots there and stay there whereas with the van you have the freedom of being able to go wherever you want yeah. so I think what we're kind of hoping is that over the next like two or three years as we're traveling we find somewhere where we think actually this is the place and then maybe in like three or four years time we would kind of build a house but yeah, yeah it's so you could be anywhere. <laughs> Absolutely that, yeah. anywhere yeah 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 yeah, yeah really, that. really don't know. yeah it's exciting though it, it, it's good not knowing on yeah. this sort of thing I think like normally yeah. we absolutely hate that but I think it's quite yeah it's quite nice that it feels like we're in a good position now we can go away and have a lot of fun and we've got a good like work-life balance yeah 
so yeah m- more of the same please <laughs> yeah I don't blame you I don't blame you and like you like you say it is exciting so are you normally the sort of people who are quite like planning um and sort yeah. of your plan ahead so is this quite new for you to be like oh like we, we don't know what's going to happen let's just go with yeah. it um so it's really new for you guys yeah so pre-covid we were like absolute planners like year in advance we'd be like these are the holidays we're going to take we're going to go here if we originally when we were going to do our van trip it was literally going to be like a spreadsheet of like all the different places we were going to go in the order that we were going to go to them all and then obviously the past year has been like you can't plan a week ahead let alone like a month or like two months so I think we've both had to learn to just like deal with that a bit more and I think yeah like if a year ago you'd told me that we'd be like oh should we go to Switzerland next week I think we would have both been like hyperventilating (laughs) but I think because we've kind of had to learn to deal with that over the past year then now it's like okay yeah we'll go to Switzerland and we're like (laughs) okay so yeah I think we've learned to find it exciting um but yeah it's definitely like a bit of a change for both of us oh I love I love that you're saying about like spreadsheets and things like that as well it's very tailored to what you guys do and your sort of patterns with your work previously and things I love that some people love a spreadsheet and some people cannot do spreadsheets but I always appreciate anyone who loves a spreadsheet (laughs) I love it so in terms of um traveling so the idea is that you're going to have this sort of newfound freedom as cheesy as that sounds like you're going to be able to just do what you want work how you wish um like you guys said work three days have some time to explore go climbing see all different places so after Switzerland are there some countries where you think I'd love to go there yeah for sure I think obviously it's like tricky at the moment with like what's allowed and this sort of thing but I think like the plan is for when things are a bit easier we'll probably like go down to Spain for the winter just because it's like quite warm and the climbing's really good there but there's definitely like some spots that we'd really love to explore I think like we'd love to go back to the Dolomites in Italy which is like where we actually first met and it's beautiful and the climbing's like really amazing and I think like yeah there's quite a few spots like actually northern um Norway there's like some amazing climbing and it just looks like beautiful so yeah we've definitely got a few spots and then I think there's like some more ridiculous ideas as well like shipping the van out to South America or like shipping the van on Iceland so yeah definitely some like pipe dreams as well yeah Yeah. we've we've definitely got four years of ideas of where we want to go yeah yeah, we need to do it for I love that. that. (laughs) Do you find that you're always thinking about these ideas? Like I, my, my brain is always quite creative, but I will sit there and I think, I really want to do Northern Norway again. I want to see more of Norway. I want to go to Hawaii. Like does your brain sort of work like that? Yeah, Yeah, sure. I think the thing that I I really struggle with, because there's, I've been to like quite a lot of Europe and a lot of like European climbing areas and I'm always saying to Charlie, this place is amazing. This place is amazing. This place is amazing. And it's like, well, do we go back to somewhere that I've already been or yeah. Charlie's been even? Or, go or do you keep on exploring? New, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah work out whether see someone new or go back to a place that you've been. But then sometimes you do see a new part of a place that you've already, already been to. Yeah, yeah well, exactly. I know what you mean. Sometimes you just want to go to like new places because there's so much to explore as well. Um, yeah. exactly. I love that you're thinking of putting your van and shipping it out 
to another place. Like that is amazing. <laughs> if we can like smuggle ourselves in there as well and save on the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we definitely i think it must have been right in the middle of covid when we were obviously just like really like fed up and we were like right let's google if it's possible to like ship the van to like south america and it's like oh you can put it on this ship to uruguay and it yeah. takes like two months and then you can like fly out and retrieve it we were like that sounds cool yeah. so yeah <laughs> definitely definitely some ideas in there yeah i love that i knew someone who um had a map and they uh like blindfolded themselves and they had to literally just point and wherever they pointed was where they went um so maybe that's something that you guys can try yeah i love yeah, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit different <laughs> um, oh i love this this is so exciting so in terms of sort of going back to your van and your space that you're now going to be living in full time um are there is there anything in there that you're really like glad that you've got Oh, I I would say I think I'm really glad that we went for the lengthways double bed. Yeah. Although like neither of us are like six foot something. Like I'm like five ten, five eleven. But I think like the most important thing for us in a van is just getting a really good night's sleep. Like we're we're out most of the time climbing yeah. and exploring. So we just want to come back absolutely knackered, cook some food, and just like crash out and just have a really good night's sleep and it we kind of really benefit from having the storage below as well because yeah. the climbing gear i mean it's like there's it's, a lot of yeah it. we're, we're just like climbing <laughs> the two of you as well. yeah, yeah there's like there's a lot of gear there's probably yeah. like four or five hundred meters worth of rope down there. yeah we, like we would have no chance of having bench seating like we wouldn't fit any everything in it would be crazy <laughs> yeah i think for me it has to be the belfast sink which is ridiculous but it's so good having like an enormous sink because I think you see so many people who've got like one of these really tiny little bowls and it's just like not anywhere near big enough to like do washing up. But ours, you can like do all of the washing up. You can like do all of your washing in it. I can like wash my hair in it. It's yeah. just like great. And it just looks very cool. So it was definitely worth the extra weight. I love a Belfast thing. Yeah, that's, I think that's what puts people off sometimes. Yeah. It? Oh, it is definitely heavy. really heavy. As to your weight. I love that. Um, so with the so you've got the sink, you've got the fixed bed, which is really interesting because a lot of people when they're trying to work out what they want in a van, if they're starting out, they're always trying to work out: do I want a fixed bed or or a pull-out bed? And I know for myself of the Stitcher show home, I I know I knew I wanted a fixed bed, and I'm tiny, yeah. <laughs> but I knew that I wanted it, and I had a little sort of play around with the van and went out um sort of away for five days and um I know what you guys mean like having a fixed bed like for me personally like I love not having to do my bed up having to take it out having to store it having to move it it's just it's just easier isn't it yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think the other thing is we've got a long wheelbase, so it's like pretty enormous. Yeah. So we've still got like bench seating like either side and there's like really like quite a lot of room. Like I don't think we'd need any more seating than what we've got. I think, you know, if you were like working in your van full time and you were like quite social and you like were having friends in it all the time, then I can see why you might want the U shape. But I think for us, especially with all the climbing gear, like there's no chance we'd fit it all in without a fixed bed. So. <laughs> love it and what do you guys do for like water have you got hot water cold water um showers or do you just use a sink for washing yeah so we've got 
in the kitchen we've just got cold water um and then we just boil the kettle for like uh, cooking and just like doing any sort of cleaning that we need to do but then we've got uh, an instant hot water heater shower at the back of the van so we can kind of like open up both doors put a curtain up or not depending (laughs) on how many people are around and then like have a really nice toasty warm shower um it is outside but it's actually quite nice it's yeah, like but that's, surprisingly good yeah that just connects to like the water tank and the gas tank and i think they're like about 100 quid they're pretty cheap oh, but amazing. you can only use them when they're outside so that's yeah. why it's not connected oh, to the sink in the front but it just means that we can kind of like stick that outside it's right next to the door you can just like have a hot shower it's really good yeah that's it's really like a, cool. a great option for people that don't want the kind of fixed shower inside but they still want the option of being able to have a hot shower yeah no that's really interesting that's something that I've got to look into myself because I know that I want some form of a shower but I the idea of having like a fixed shower and then having the extra like water and then the possible of like leaking water and just all those things sort of I was like oh I don't know if I need that yet it's always something that you can add later on um so do you connect it to the gas did you say yeah, so it's yeah. just like got a permanent connection to our because we've got like an underslung gas bottle, uh, so yeah. it's just like connected to that, and it's connected to our water tank. And then when you turn it on, it just like ignites a little heater, oh, and then yeah, hot water. It's great. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely. Looking the thing that, that really impresses me with it is that it doesn't actually use that much water. You oh, get like it? what is quite a good shower, but it, it's like little tiny tiny jets of water, so you feel. Ah. Like, like wet and warm and you'd clean. get all you clean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you get you the clean out but it, it doesn't use loads of water yeah, yeah but you don't like fully drain the tank yeah, yeah it's like it's pretty good oh it's so cool oh i love that and is that in your book have you put that into your book about yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah we've got we've got that option all and the different all options, of the various yeah. options yeah oh amazing oh well, i'll be buying your book after this i love <laughs> that i need to know about showers <laughs> Um, so um, for people who don't know, on um, Instagram, I always like to ask um, some questions on Instagram. So I've invited the community to ask a few questions and then I've picked one of those. Um, and the question that I've picked out is from uh, a lady called Jody who um, runs a, a coffee shop in her van called the Daily Grind um, SW for Southwest. Um, and her question is, what made you want to pack up your life um, and make Ringo your permanent address? What was it that made you just go this is what we're gonna do now I think for me I think commuting was the thing that really really got me I think like I I really enjoy design and engineering like I I do really enjoy it but driving an hour and a bit there and an hour and a bit back and doing five days a week was and quite long days and intense days was just too much I knew that I could be more effective working less hours. And there's countless studies out there that say exactly that. Yeah. But for whatever reason, the norm is to do the nine to five or or more. It's, yeah, that was the, it just didn't feel sustainable to yeah, me I think, to continue doing that. And I think for me, it's about like the flexibility, both of like, once you're living in a van and you're like working remotely, whether you're kind of working for someone else or yourself, 
I guess if you've got that arrangement, it's likely that you've got a bit more flexibility. So instead of just like being in an office from nine to five, Monday to Friday, and yeah. then it might rain all weekend and it was sunny all week and you're like, great. Right, yeah. It's just like <laughs> having that freedom to be able to like, you know, work on the evenings or work on the weekend if the weather's nice in the week. And I think also just the freedom of like, okay, I'm here and it's raining. Okay, well, I'll just drive a couple hours to where it's sunny. So I think it's just being able to kind of like go wherever the weather's nice or go wherever you fancy but have everything with you that you need and not feel like oh you know have I packed everything that I need you've just got everything with you and you just don't need to worry it's just like yeah. a, a nice way of living I think I think that that's the other thing for me that you started <clears throat> to touch on there it's just like just having the things that you really need yeah like we know that okay we've got a lot of climbing gear but otherwise everything that's in the van like has a purpose yeah and it's there for like a very very good reason and it's just quite nice knowing that we don't have much stuff like everything is really important to us so yeah it's like a, a nice like environmental thing really yeah it doesn't feel cluttered yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you've just got what you need around you yeah yeah, yeah. exactly i love that i think it's really i think it's, a, it's sort of it's sort of the case of like making what you guys want work and I think a lot of people are starting to realize that and thinking like oh what do I want like you know when you at first when you were saying about um with work and things and like working five days a week and working like nine till five and I think it's in Spain I think they were trialing it they were trialing like a four day week Um, and I I'm all for it I think it it works like it really works and you do you work so much better and I, sure. I've always been sort of a believer of like that work-life balance I think it's so important um I think the stress is just like a killer like you just have to like really look after yourselves and you know like like when you're explaining um about like work and things like that and and doing too much of it um it can really sort of affect people like I could tell when you were saying about it that it was just like getting too too much almost like too stressful and it's not it doesn't make you happy does it no no and like half the time you well for me I was working for a company that I didn't really believe in at all if anything didn't want them to do particularly well <laughs> oh. so, and he's like, why hang on why am I doing this no you've got and the motivation kind of exactly and you're falling into that trap of just like oh I could maybe earn this and it's like well, I'm never going to spend any of it yeah. like I'm really happy living in like quite a like basic and simple way yeah so, definitely yeah, didn't make any sense do your um do your friends and family are they all sort of like oh I wish I could do what you're doing or or have you got anyone who's like what are you guys doing like when you're <laughs> in the house like do you get that do you get anyone saying to you yeah, like what my, my grandma I think <laughs> she came out with this what was a ridiculous statement to me it was something like all I ever wanted for you was to have a good job and work really hard. <laughs> End of it. There's no like I want yeah, you to be really good. <laughs> I just want you to work really hard. You're like, thanks, grandma. <laughs> I was like, I don't really want that actually. I'd rather be a bit shrewder and kind of <laughs> be happy. Be happy. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, the vast majority of people we know are like this is super cool like it's amazing what you're doing like and find it really really cool I think there's a couple of people who are like 
you're living in a van like where's your shower and toilet I don't understand but uh, yeah I think the vast majority think it's pretty cool I think like vans are really like popular in the climbing community as well so most of our climbing friends like have vans already yeah. you can just like for trips and stuff so they're just like yeah you you've you've played it pretty well <laughs> I love that and um you guys have been climbing for quite a while haven't you that's how did you say that's how you met you met in the Dolomites was it yeah yes. yeah so I've been climbing for eight years I think and Dale's been oh, climbing yeah. for over 20 which oh, is I'm like oh. over 20 now. yeah yeah great <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically give away that oh wow yeah it's been it's been a while but yeah we I kind of started climbing at university and you started climbing when you were a kid didn't you yeah. and it's yeah. just been kind of all-consuming for both of us I think so yeah we kind of met in the Dolomites through mutual friends on a trip which was a pretty cool place to meet so. yeah, yeah definitely yeah. definitely that's really if there was no restrictions that's just like where we be going right now yeah. pretty yeah. much no yeah. it's probably a little bit early in the season but yeah but, it's it's just yeah. like a really beautiful place as well it'll be so good to go there in the van like definitely ah oh, yeah. it sounds beautiful I know that I've gone through sort of Italy before um on the way to Tuscany and I remember like having to go through I think it would have been Switzerland it was a long time ago and I remember going through and sort of seeing the lakes come up and then the mountains and the lakes and the mountains I was just like wow this is it's beautiful it's so lovely yeah so, so it's a very beautiful. dramatic landscape compared yeah. to a lot of the uk like the uk is beautiful yeah. but in a, in a very different way yeah. totally different so. isn't it ah oh, yeah. so nice and like if there's someone out there who wants to start climbing how would you like what would you recommend them to do um would you always recommend to go for an indoor sort of climbing um space where they've got an instructor or would you say about any outdoor events that are on that would sort of encourage them to sort of explore outdoors instead yeah so I think like the easiest way to get into climbing is definitely like to do a bit indoors just because that's a bit more accessible so like you can go to a bouldering wall and just like kind of have a go like you don't necessarily need an instructor or like if you want to do rope climbing it's like super easy to kind of book onto a course and then there's like quite a lot of groups that you can join and like meet other people and that sort of thing to have somebody to go with um but yeah I mean like outdoors is definitely like a lot more fun so if there are kind of events on a there's like a lot of courses that you can join to like learn some skills um I'm actually an organizer of a climbing festival that happens yeah. in the summer um so that's just closed the ballot for the tickets but that's like a super fun event it's called like the women's trad festival and it's like about 350 women in a field who all go off climbing and yeah that's like super fun so yeah I think like trying to find things like that where you can meet like-minded people and like get out on rock and give it a go is always like really good because I think if you can find someone who's at a kind of similar level to you that's like super psyched to go climbing with that's that's like perfect so that you've like got someone to go with you, you can like egg each other on yeah definitely I love that and that does that happen every summer yeah yeah so that's like every summer um in August in the Peak District so yeah if people Ooh. are keen sign up for the yeah. newsletter for next year yeah yeah I love that I think I think it's great because I'd love to be able to learn something like that and I know that you have the indoor climbing but I just love the idea of being able to learn outdoors like from the offset and like you say yeah. being able to be paired with someone who can teach you it doesn't matter if you're a beginner or you're advanced then you're paired with someone of that level and ability yeah. as well so it's sort of 
something for everyone I think yeah for sure I think like learning outside as well is like so valuable for me I learned to climb at university and it was basically like every single weekend we just like go on a trip outside and like the people who've been in the club for a couple of years would just like teach you so I basically learned to climb outside and it's just like so fun and like interesting and it's just like it is quite different climbing outside to climbing inside a lot of the time because you know there's not like big color-coded like blobs on the wall outside it's like a bit of a different game so yeah definitely it's quite good learning to climb outside if you can oh I love that um and so sustainability wise I always like to ask this question um to all of our guests um what do you wish you or we had more of um sustainability wise I guess what would be good is like because obviously at at the moment there's like this whole thing of there's kind of electric vehicles but they don't necessarily go that far and it's quite new technology so if you invest now you're having to pay a lot of money for a vehicle that won't go that far and you're having to buy a brand new vehicle and a lot of the kind of carbon footprint of like vehicles is in the manufacturer of it so actually at the moment it's kind of better to buy a second-hand vehicle and give it another lease of life but you are investing in a diesel vehicle which obviously isn't great so Mm. I guess maybe I wish there was a electric van that would be able to do 500 miles and it could be powered by its own solar panels yeah I think (laughs) supercharge uh solar technology yeah so that like with a day or two of sitting around in the sun it will you good for another 500 miles that would yeah. be great yeah. and then it means that, that point, yeah then but... people in their vans could just be like 100% self-sufficient yeah that would be great yeah I think that's yeah that is the answer isn't it it's just yeah. like absolute like pure nomadic yeah kind of like off-grid yeah. living and do you know what you'll make your grandma happy because i think you guys with your skills you can make that happen and she's (laughs) happy because you'll you'll end up going grandma i've worked very hard and i've made this (laughs) (laughs) there you go oh amazing well charlie and dale thank you so much for joining me today on the tiny sessions podcast um for those of you who want to see more of these guys and what they're doing um please visit their website at climbingvan.co.uk uk and yeah just a big thank you to you guys for joining me yeah thanks for chatting it was really good thank you thank you so much